like I did about the shit you recommend I would love to move it time so I don't understand How I'm spending so much more than what I have coming in Try to get some credit, borrow from a friend I best but I can get a paycheck and bits again It was a goodbye, goodbye It was a goodbye, goodbye It took so long to get here I think I'll leave it all behind I spent all my money I've got nothing left to buy Goodbye, goodbye It was a goodbye, goodbye Welcome to Goodbye, Goodbye podcast where we discuss the triumphs and tribulations of being a consumer and determine if it was a goodbye or if you should say goodbye to it. We're your hosts, Noel And Chris. Noel, for some whatever reason, I don't know why I just got nervous there. Like, I feel like we've done this. This will be our 13th one. And I don't know why. You know, I, I got the jitters. I, it was weird. I kind of did too. I was like, shit, is this how we started out? Am I doing the right thing right now? <laughs> but I yeah. think it's the right thing. Also, I have not really listened to any of our episodes. I mean, I've listened to the most recent ones um, because I was like with my mom and dad in a car. And so we mm. listen, they listen to them. It feels weird to listen to my own voice, but yeah, um, I agree. I realized not I your say? voice. Your voice is fine. But my own voice. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. When I listen to your voice, it's like normal. Chris. <laughs> when I listen to my yeah. voice, it's like, who is she? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I realized that I say like and that like so annoyingly um no so I'm gonna you really don't it's good write that in. <laughs> I, I think so. i don't know i don't know what it's called i like but it is there i think there's some phenomena where people just like hate the sound of their own recorded voice yeah it's and, hard like to listening to themselves but it doesn't bother anybody else you know yeah. As far yeah. as I know, nobody's complained. Nobody sent us emails or oh, <laughs> angry reviews. Yeah, as far as I know, <laughs> I haven't read the reviews in a minute. I mean, the hard thing is, though, you would never be able to tell if your own voice was horrible because I think everyone's voice sounds horrible to themselves. But there mm. are some people that you meet that, like, they have kind of an annoying <laughs> voice, you know? <laughs> 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 and maybe yeah, I'm sure. one of those people and no one's had the like no I don't think so <laughs> the wherewithal to so. say like you should not be hosting a podcast <laughs> this is my long drawn out way of letting you know how annoying your voice is yeah hope it's... to god that I listen to an episode <laughs> <So> I... <laughs> and then <laughs> take some speech therapy classes and change uh, my voice <laughs> to stop saying like and that how do you say it that annoys you I just like really emphasize the K like I say like and like really that, seem to like kind of draw it out. What do they call that? The there's a isn't there a term for that? Like a vocal. I have no idea. Ooh, I, don't, I wish I it knew. seems Sorry. almost like I slow it down and like mm-hmm. at, I shouldn't be pointing this out because everyone is going to listen to it now. And if they didn't think it was annoying <laughs> before, like, ah! now they're yeah. going to be like, stop saying that word. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Well, now <laughs> we've said goodbye to my recorded voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a goodbye. It's a hearty goodbye. Thanks. Yeah. Chris, I want to know your opinion on Secret Hitler. It's for Secret Hitler is a board game and um the purpose of it is you 
basically are split into groups. So some people are assigned a fascist role and some people are assigned um, liberal role in the like Reichstag. Um, and one person is assigned to be Hitler. Um, and the point of the game is... Uh, well, I guess the fascists get to know who Hitler is and who the other fascists are. And Hitler knows that they're Hitler, but I don't think they know who the fascists are. But I is could be, I'm not sure. The, the fascists and Hitler yeah. know who each other are, I think. And um, liberals obviously do not know who the fascists and Hitler are. Um, and the the like way to win the game is to either um like enact like five liberal policies or something like that um mm. if you're the liberals that's how you win the game and if you're the fascists you can win the game by either enacting like six fascist policies i think or by electing hitler as chancellor I think there's a way for the liberals to win too if Hitler is assassinated, right? Oh yes, yes, yep. yeah. You're totally right. You yeah. have an so, option to kill people occasionally, and if Hitler yeah. is assassinated, the liberals win. Yeah, right. I think. I mean, this is in the the same vein as like Coup or One Night a Werewolf, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of games that are like this, and they are all a blast. I love every single one of these types of games. It's so mm-hmm. fun, and it's so fun because. I mean, board games can kind of get contentious amongst friend and family groups, but like these sorts of games, <laughs> you don't often get a game where you are an in earnest shouting at a loved one saying, you're Hitler. <laughs> Fuck you. You're Hitler. And that, yes. this game is geared completely for that. The oh, sort of interaction it totally is and it's I, beautiful. Yeah. our family, I think, is particularly um, competitive when it comes to board games. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I have <laughs> like, a very distinct memory of, of uh, I think, the first Christmas I spent with y'all. And uh, what <laughs> happened really was trying to give you a warm yeah, I just want to paint the I just want to paint the picture of this competitiveness. Okay. Um <laughs> And somebody, I don't know who, suggested, let's play Risk at the wee hours of oh, the God. evening on Christmas Eve. I and I, I don't, I can't even remember my dumb Risk strategy. I've, I don't, I've never played a lot of Risk. Get me, get yeah, me on a either. Stratego board or Stratego or uh, Seven Monopoly. Wonders. Undefeated. Um, Monopoly, I, I don't care for Monopoly, but um, Monopoly's okay. Who, who claims to never been defeated in Monopoly? Um, yeah. But anyway, so risk was going down. Been. Yeah, it is confirmed. It has been documented. Uh, Ian is yeah. my brother. Yes, your older brother. Um, and so I fell asleep after I went out because um, it was late. Yeah. And then I woke up at just the right moment of when somebody was just angrily tossing over the risk board. And you knew it was like hours in. It was like... Yeah. I, I think it was... I mean, it was like a little bit angry, but also slightly in jest when that happened. Because right. it was just like, this is going on so long. We are being so competitive. It's late. Yeah. We're tired. It's going to be Christmas. People are going to want to get up early tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we've got to be done with this. Yeah. And so I think it was just like, if I tip this board over, we can't keep playing. We like, can't. We'll the playing has stopped. Yeah. I don't remember who did it either, but um, it's Oh, I not- remember. We won't. 
<laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, uh, it's not the first time, though, that like a board game has been tipped over, like <laughs> intentionally. In yeah. House. Yeah. Yeah. And the like, we recently did a board game like night with people that were not in our family. And oh. it was absurdly tame. Um, mm. I mean, you like, were, were there. You... I don't know why you're like acting like you weren't there. Having... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, when did this like I, I thought this was like you did on your own with somebody oh, else. But no. you're talking about us like you and me and other people. Yes. 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 That happened. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like very, very tame. People did not yeah. know how to play the game. Like what did we even play as they should? Monikers. Monikers. Monikers is good. Yeah. That's a good. Vibe. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Secret Hitler is one of those games, though, where I think even people that are not as competitive as us would, mm. you kind of start to hate the other people and go, <laughs> you're Hitler. <Yeah. laughs> well, I mean, there's something, I mean, it, I mean it, well, it, it's taking like the kind of political polarization and you have to play these roles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't fancy myself a fascist in any regard, but you know, if you're dealt that card, you gotta I, be a fascist. You want to win. Yeah. You want to win and it's terrible. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah. And you gotta, and you gotta double cross people. <laughs> There's a lot of subterfuge, totally. you know? Yeah. It's good. Also, I games. don't want to, I think it's inaccurate to say that my family is violent. <laughs> like I don't want to be fake. <laughs> no, nobody here. was punched. Like, board games have been tipped, but like, yeah, we really like each other. Like and we're books have friends. been thrown. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. 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 People know about it. Don't bring it up again. It's fine. <laughs> Easter is approaching. We'll be calm. <laughs> we'll be calm. It'll be civil. <laughs> um, yeah, like when it comes to an Easter egg hunt or a board game, like you better watch the fuck out. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> for other things, we're friendly and like well-meaning people. Yeah, I yeah. hope you think that as a oh, I absolutely do. It's, like a person that's been brought listen, into this. <laughs> I I personally have definitely been enraged uh, during board games and oh, or it. like co-opt oh what oh because your mom was teasing me the other that <laughs> yeah. one time what were this we playing christmas we were playing it was monikers, monikers. again yeah. well she just is a scofflaw she can't <laughs> pretend to like enforce one rule and then not the other if it's rules it's rules <laughs> yeah i feel like monica geller in this situation the rules make it fun <laughs> yeah. yeah this no, is exactly sucks. how chris is when you play board games with him and it's fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what is the most mad you've been at a board game? Oh, man, that is a fantastic question. Um, I mean, probably playing a board game with Ian. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Ian's great, but he's my oldest brother. And right. um, he is a knack to antagonize. I mean, oh, that's just does. a skill all that's, older siblings have. Yeah, the, the first yeah. sibling, I think, has the skill to antagonize. I think. Yeah. It was either um, one time we were playing chess together and I am like not excellent at chess um, by mm-hmm. any means. Um, Ian is quite good I, I at think, it. I think 
chess is one of those things where like and again i i've been good at chess and it's only because i've been playing a lot of chess and yeah. if i stop playing a lot of chess i'm like instantly like i don't i lose that muscle yeah and i don't i don't know if that's for everybody i think some people are just fucking good at it but yeah it's kind of a yeah muscle i am not great at it um mm-hmm. like naturally um but he and I were playing and it was once again quite late and it had been like a game that had been yeah. like three hours long. And I was Oof. just like, OK, I'm done with this. I know you're going to win. I'm just going to let you win. But I right. like verbalized that instead of just like, oh, no, I moved my thing to the wrong spot. <laughs> um, and then it did not end up well. Um mm. The other well, how long ago was this? Because you could have just done the cool like tipped your king over and then put your hand out to shake it <laughs> kind of thing. That would have been it was a long time ago. I was probably right. like 10. Pre oh, okay. Nobody'd seen the Queen's Gambit yet. So no, no, no. No one had. Yeah. Um the I think maybe the angriest I've ever been though is playing Battleship. I think also mm. with Ian. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. How about you? Um, the most angry I have been in playing another person, not like a video game and just raging, like rage quitting oh, yeah. a video game. This is board um, game. board game specifically. Specifically, yeah. Um, it's I'm having a hard time. I can remember. Definitely, the- it's Easter Book Club is the angriest I've ever been in any <laughs> kind of competitive situation. Um. <laughs> Oh man, I yeah. I mean, let's see. I I've played a lot of Magic: The Gathering, um, and I'm sure I've been mad at moments of that. But that's kind of like a like a seething rage. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. fucking use. I'm gonna use my magic powers to kill mm-hmm. you next time, you son of a bitch wizard. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I'm 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 having a hard. I you, when I was thinking about it, the most mad I've been during a video game I can easily remember playing people and it was in uh while playing uh was it is it star wars is it knights of the terracossi it was like a star wars fighting game that was on the playstation okay and it was it was like a a tekken or a soul caliber game i know this mm. is not what you asked i just had i i could not i recall. appreciate i know I what tekken is yeah. and i do not know what the first game is that you mentioned yeah so it's it's like that it's like a, a 3d fighting. fighter yeah, yeah. And it, it was okay. a Star Wars one and it, it was dope, but you could do some cheap ass shit in it. And if you learn some code like combos, you could really fuck people up. And it's mm. like fighting games are kind of like that. Like if you don't know what you're doing and you can kind of figure out the timing sometimes. But if somebody knows what they're doing, it's ugly. It's real ugly. Um, I've seen I some people really, get. I, I think I I mean, I am very good at Tekken. I don't want mm. <laughs> Mm. Chris, we've mm. had a competition and I think I beat you. You maybe beat me once, but I think I recall having a 30 win streak last time everybody's over here. So... No, 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 no. Oh, come over to Huarang's house <laughs> one more time and let's see how that goes. You okay, bring I your will, Li Wu Long. I will and... gladly fight you in Tekken again, but I just smash buttons and I get by real well. Okay, okay. Also, um, I... I believe Chloe is the reigning champion in your household. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh no. Oh no no no. Oh no no. That may have been true. That may have be true. Sans Huarang. But when I pull out that good red haired Korean man, oh boy, all bets are off. 
All he's right, going to kick right. everybody in the sky and then keep kicking them. And it's I'm, terrible. I mean, I guess, oh, I do remember that move that you kept doing to us. Yeah. That was horrible. Okay. Yeah. Nobody likes it. Because then I can do that one kick. It goes through you and I'm behind you. And then I kick you up in the sky. <laughs> and I kicking you, And then you go on the ground and he does that like crazy axe kick thing. And yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty. <laughs> I was worried that people wouldn't understand the competitive nature of our family. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is illustrated but for they you. Do. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah, I've so definitely seen people get real ragey over Catan. Um, uh, yeah. Played with people not in our family, like friends that have gotten like, like mm, low key abusive towards like significant others over Catan. Oh, not like crazy, but like <laughs> you know, nothing you would call like you know police or I guess yeah, you would air yeah. it. you're comfortable airing it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, and no, you know, that's just games i guess i don't know it's weird yeah secret hitler is like in that sweet spot of me uh, sweet spot mm. for me <laughs> right yeah <laughs> um, you have a secret hitler game inside of you right now <laughs> yes <laughs> store it somewhere in your Always. chest cavity <laughs> yes <laughs> just ready to go just tucked behind my lungs um mm -hmm. no <laughs> it like uh Catan is the kind of game where like it just takes too long to explain to people and <laughs> yeah. they do like, or like Dungeons and Dragons. It's that kind of thing or magic. Right. It's that kind of like those kinds of games take yeah. so long that if you don't already know the rules, you are like at such a disadvantage playing against the other people. And, um, also people yeah. are like, okay, when are we going to be done with the rules? Are we going to start playing? Right. Like it takes up like at least half your game night. Um, and so, secret hitler but like then there's the other side of that where like um it, it's just so simple that like you play around or whatever and then mm -hmm. it's like yeah i'm kind of done with this secret hitler is like that perfect middle ground where the rules are like brief enough that you can explain it to the people but it's intricate enough and you like get so angry at the people that you're playing mm -hmm. with like it's a mind game and so you like could play for hours i think but you don't have to explain the rules for hours right which is great i am really bad at explaining game rules to people you are I really have... bad at it i'm sorry to tell you that <laughs> well i think i get ahead of myself and then get like really excited about like some weird like facet of you yeah. know like the mechanics or something and mm -hmm. then i've totally lost the plot because i i've <laughs> I remember one time uh, we were trying to um, get um, our soon to be guest on uh, my cousin Annika on uh, to play Catan. And I, I explained it in the weirdest way. And then Chloe, like, just just kind of re-explained it. And it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, you can be concise with this. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. It, why can't I think of um, that show? But then there was like they talk about Catan. Oh, I think it was Broad and, City, right? Yes, Broad City. Yeah, Thank you. that's a good yeah. one. We should do. I'm sad that show's over. I mean, I you just can't go on forever. But yeah. that's a damn fine show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Secret. It is a good. It is a good show. But they made a joke about 
Catan mm-hmm. that was just mm-hmm. it's spot, spot on. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, Secret Hitler is a hundred percent a good buy for me as well, but it mm-hmm. is kind of one of those. It's hard because it is a game where you leave feeling like I am so mad and skeptical of all of these people that I'm playing <laughs> yeah. with. Like mistrust all your loved ones. Yeah, people like, you're playing with. Yeah. We all played in we go to stay in a yurt. Um I almost said decently regularly. <laughs> um <laughs> just no, let like, those decentlys flow noel <laughs> let them loose yeah you know don't hold back um, on the decentlys <laughs> like once a year we'll go and stay in this year yeah. and cross-country ski and we brought secret hitler one year and played probably like five rounds one night yeah. and um i remember finishing out that night just feeling like I am so mad at Ian and Anna and Chloe and like just everyone <laughs> so mad at them. So it's a good buy, but beware yeah. of beware. The, the mistrust that you will feel for all of your family members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to suss out who your real friends are. Totally. Not really. It's you're all role playing <laughs> no, to not, be jerks. But... Yeah. 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 Koo yeah. and uh, uh, One Night a Werewolf are both very good as well. They're kind of yes, the same thing, but they less are. fascist and Hitler involved. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Um, it's a good buy. I mean, board games in general are yeah. a good buy. I would, I would have a harder time like pointing out a board game that I did not enjoy. Um, yeah. Secret Hitler, though, is like a great yeah. buy. It's one of the it's, best board yeah. games in my mind. Oh, wow. I, love it. I praise. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. I also mm-hmm. recommend it. Well, like I previously stated, uh, we're going to have a guest on in a moment. Yeah. Um, but before we get our guest on, I wanted to know how you felt about the Terminator movie franchise. Are you familiar with those films, Noel? I am. It's been a while since we, since I have watched them all. Um, mm-hmm. Are you caught up? Have you watched The Dark Fate? I think that was the last one. No, I am definitely not caught up. I brought back Lyndall Ham- Linda, Linda Hamilton. Said that I could not tell you how many Terminator movies there are. and That's a lot. Probably more I, than you think. I would guess that I'd seen like two or maybe mm-hmm. three of them, but I could not like... Um, they're not distinct movies in my mind. Like I, That's I know kind of their problem, right? Is they've yeah. kind of beaten it to death over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, the first two are fucking awesome. I think the I've third seen the one, first two. The third one, I get like why you want to make that movie, but it kind of was not, you know, as good. And that might just be because it was up against the first two. So, you know, it's the you're expecting anyway, yeah. it to be like the Terminator one or two and yeah, and it just falls short on and it falls. Yeah. 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 Um, so like the first one, I mean, it it it's in that cool. I mean, it's like I think the beginning of the oh, no, machines are going to kill us kind of mm-hmm. movie genre. I'm sure that there have been other robot murder movies prior to the Terminator mm-hmm. franchise, but that one just like really got it. Um there are a few other things I would like to discuss, um, specifically about Terminator 1. Okay. Uh, uh, just called Terminator. Um, and so time travel is involved. Um, okay. And a man travels back in time uh, 
to save uh, Sarah Connor because she is going to be the mother of the leader of, you know, human resistance against the machines in the future. Okay. And he's part of that resistance. And um, he travels back in time. And to travel back is in time, Arnold you got to be. Schwarzenegger? Uh, no. Uh, he plays okay. He plays the Terminator. Plays the Terminator. Uh, I totally forgot the actor's name. Should have. He's That's really fine. cool. I mean, he's in. He's in Aliens. He's in The Abyss. He's in a lot of, you know, James Cameron action okay. films. Um, okay. Um, he's also in an episode of The Mandalorian, which was good. It's good to see him on a thing. I haven't seen that. It's good. Um, uh, anyway, so. Sorry, I totally sidetracked you. Oh, uh, that's fine. Um, Michael Fine? I don't know sure. why I'm looking it up. Whatever. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he So to travel back in time, you've got to be completely naked. I don't know if you oh, knew this, Noel. I it's, didn't. It's the rules. Okay. Got to show that booty to the time mm-hmm. lords. I don't know what it yeah. is. You know, <laughs> just time doesn't like clothes, I guess. Um, so yeah, you I go mean, through- is it just saying that it's like you can't have any any restrictive things? No idea. I don't, they don't really ever. They I mean, they kind it. of explain. They say it's like only organic matter or something. But like, why? I don't know. I mean, isn't I mean, it's all made up of, I mean, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's not like, it's not like a particle traveling backwards or t- through time is an antiparticle or something. Yeah. Like they don't really discuss that sort of like the physics of it. Like what? Okay. The, just accept see, it. Anyway. Just, I will you stop interrupting it. you now with random. No, no, no. I, 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 I welcome the interruptions. Um, <laughs> so there are a few things. Um, he comes back naked and he's naked, you know. And mm-hmm. the first one, I think, is somewhere in the 80s, maybe 84. Mm-hmm. It came out. Um, and he's got, you need pants. You need pants. Yeah. So there so is around. an elderly gentleman. Uh, so Kyle Reese, he, he time travels into an alleyway. Okay. And there's an elderly gentleman um, who is intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Um, who. Does he just does not seem? Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's taking good care of himself. You know, like he he may be without a home. He certainly does not have a support network there to take care of this elderly man in the alleyway. Uh And uh, Kyle Reese uh, steals his pants, his sweatpants, and quite rude. Yeah, it is rude. And thankfully, the elderly man has like long johns underneath. You know, he just he doesn't. But that he. He doesn't know that. He just stole this old ma- old homeless. drunk man's pants. He's a homeless he man. the layers. He ne- exactly. He's in Los Angeles, but it can get cold at night still. Rude. It's super rude. They don't teach you just etiquette in the future, I guess. You know? I guess not. But um, this is something that I have discussed, and my brother has pointed out, um, and we've discussed on length, is... Kyle Reese is just going commando in those sweatpants. And we don't know how clean those sweatpants are. And his bait and tackle are just rubbing up into those fibers, catching whatever thing that old man left in those sweatpants. Uh-huh. And then, and there's no like indication that Kyle Reese ever bathes himself. He gets a dope trench coat and saws off a shotgun handle, and he gets okay. some, some really good Nikes. Uh-huh. Um, Where does he get these items? He, he he goes into a store. Yeah, why didn't he do that for the pants? Yeah, why didn't he change his pants in the store? 
bring the man his pants back. Yeah, or bring him new pants. Yeah. What the fuck, Kyle? Anyway, so the entirety of the movie, Kyle Reese is just running around with his dick and balls, rubbing up on these presumably very grungy sweatpants. Mm -hmm. And then romance ensues with Sarah Connor. And I don't know if Sarah Connor's nose is broken or it's just he's so hot, Kyle Reese, that she does not say, hey, man, why don't you change your pants? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And. They have the sex, Noel. Wow. And that 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 is that's how the the future savior of humanity is conceived is oh. with that dirty old sweatpants wiener. Wow. And yeah. Nobody Man, talks about it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever I mean, obviously I'm not a Terminator connoisseur. Um <laughs> <laughs> only the finest connoisseurs talk about Kyle Reese's pants. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, that's keen of you to to catch on to uh, that. All credit, um, all credit due. My brother Matthew uh, Nelson work, came Matt. up with that. Yeah, he's he's the super sleuth in this scenario. <laughs> he is thinking about the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's got to be unpleasant. I mean, just I obviously do not have um, experience with having a penis, um, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine like running around in sweatpants like i i know what it feels like to have boobs that are just like going free when you're trying to run that's basically what a penis is it's a a smaller more narrow boob yeah yeah you heard it here first folks (laughs) (laughs) that peas that pee comes out of yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i can't imagine that it was pleasant running though like he should have gotten some i mean it definitely got sweaty and the the funks co-mingled i mean it was a nasty cocktail no pun intended like it was just a funky funky bunch down there yeah 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 yeah, that that seems not not pleasant and i think probably you would notice like i mean you would notice and if you didn't notice other people would definitely notice yeah totally that there's like a Sarah, funk emanating Sarah should have noticed yeah she should have noticed i don't know she's just a very pop like polite i don't know what her deal I, I don't know she's too trusting also one thing i'd like to say about terminator one yes the first terminator i don't know why i keep calling it terminator one um uh, but yeah terminator Sorry. make it clear um <laughs> is and this is just a, a, a kind of a thing like that they do with sci-fi movies. Like I have kind of this qualm, the same with predator, which is not a James Cameron film. It's John McTiernan, but um, cool flex. I know. Um, I know my 80s sci-fi oh, stuff um, <laughs> that they, they kind of let the cat out of the bag too early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in predator, they sh- the first shot is you see the spaceship mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, alien movie. Cool. But yeah. it would be way more interesting if like you didn't know, you know, totally. you're like, what's going on? It's just some cool dude with like cool thermal gear, thermal mm-hmm. gear. And then, oops. Oh, no, it's an alien person. Yeah. Weird. There should be a little more build up to it. Yeah. A little more intrigue. But the same thing with the Terminator. Like, you know, from the jump. Oh, this shit is like this dude's like robot. came like he because he gets stabbed. Well, you don't know he's a robot necessarily, but he gets stabbed by uh, uh, Bill Paxton and the Paxtones, his uh, little barbershop quartet that he has mm-hmm. 
um, in the beginning of the movie. And, but then like, but if it was just like, if it started from the point of view of Sarah Connor and she's just living her life, you know, she's got a roommate, she's got a job better. Yeah. And this crazy guy just comes up to her and is like, I need to protect you. You know, and like in the background, like, oh, whoa, people are dying with your name. Like, that would be fucking weird. That'd be chilling. But you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm definitely going to die. You'd be like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. Yeah. You know, because there's so many people with Sarah Connor and this weird guy comes up to you and it's like, I need to save your life. You're, you know, because you would think that motherfucker is crazy. You totally would. You would think he was absolutely insane. But as the viewer, you know, the omniscient viewer, you already know, oh, you got to trust this guy. So you're like, really, come on, Sarah, don't be dumb. Just listen to this guy. He's in the right. I mean, you have already told me that there are too many Terminator movies, but if there Mm -hmm. was ever an opportunity to remake the first one, this is it, man. I mean, it's too late, right? Yeah, it's too late, though. Everybody knows, you know. I know, but maybe maybe Jim should go back and make a, a better cut of the film. Yeah, you know. Totally. Yeah. Chris, that's um, fantastic. That I mean, I wish thanks. that I would have watched The Terminator in preparation for this episode. I had no I idea that we were you. reviewing it. But... <laughs> I didn't until like a couple hours ago. So <laughs> Tonight, maybe yeah. I will watch it. And I'm just going to wish that that's how it started. Also, yeah. I'm going to be very concerned with the sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. It's nerve wracking. Yeah. And you know they do it, and you're just like, Sarah, you're going to get a yeast infection. At least a UTI. That dick is filthy. Yeah. He's been running around doing, you know, he's been saving your life, sure. But, but Jesus Christ. Sweaty. Like, in real LA, sweaty quite and hot, grungy. Sure. And we don't, I mean, we, I mean, yeah, it's not cold there. No. I mean, he's had all kinds of adrenaline all day, I'm sure. Yeah gonna be nasty i just it's gonna be nasty yeah yeah I, goodbye to that goodbye to that certainly that. wash your wash your dick. wash your genitals <laughs> wash your dick ladies and gentlemen <laughs> just the gentleman i guess ladies if you got one i don't know yeah um yeah I, otherwise i would say the first two movies are uh amazing uh, I love them both. Uh, the rest of them are kind of contentious, you know, like they can go either way. Salvation mm-hmm. was cool. I like that they did a movie in the future, but some people, I guess Christian Bale was a dick to the director oh, and some people true. don't like that one so much. And then, I mean, they're all okay. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. And I like that Linda Hamilton came back for the last one. Um, it was cool. It was all right. And they kind of addressed some weird things about time travel and like the weird fate loop kind of weird thing. Like, have they been made recently or they are? Yeah, that one came out just a couple of years ago, I think. Okay. Maybe a few years ago. Hmm. But I think, yeah, they keep making them. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that they've kind of bled into one another. I think I've probably mm-hmm. seen two, but couldn't tell you like the plot. Yeah. Like, the yeah. actual plot like i can tell you the like thesis but not the like plot line right um and well it's kind of just been recycled over and over and over again yeah and i mean they're cool action there's some cool action set pieces that happen in it but like you know they're not yeah. that stimulating mm-hmm. you know yeah i would overall say though that it it was a pleasant movie to watch like i i would watch it you know yeah again. yeah I mean, obviously, I have, like, no memory of it, but... <laughs> yeah. 
I, the first two I, I love. They hold a special place in my heart, you know, from watching them as a, a young person and kind of just being like, what? But, I mean, the second one I watched first, actually, and it really fucked me up because I was like maybe 12 when it came oh, out. Wow. How did you decide I, to did, watch the second first? Oh, I, well, because my dad showed it, you know, like we were, he rented it and he was watching it with his friends and I was like insistent that I get to watch it mm-hmm. and woof. When the T one thousand does its liquid metal knifey business into some oh, wow. people's faces, oh real fucked me up for a while. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't it, couldn't sleep well for a minute. It is really interesting. This is a different um thing, but same world kind of. Um mm-hmm. at least in my mind it is. Uh my grandpa would show us like Westworld um all the time. And the old one. The Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I was going to say the, the VHS. Yule Brenner like, one. It's not, right. it's yeah. not only on yeah. VHS tapes. But, right. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it, yeah. And that was so terrifying to me. Yeah. The Yule Brenner walk. And um, I watched it recently and I like had just a visceral like fear of it when I was yeah. younger and watching it recently. It's like, the like effects in this are terrible it's so slow it's not (laughs) scary what was i thinking and it is just like interesting Uh, it's interesting how those movies like can impact you so much yeah little kid and it's also weird to me that like um we all knew what life looked like in the 90s. They were, I, like, when did, we knew the Westworld came out like in the 70s, right? Oh, yeah. For it, yeah, I'm just saying that I yeah. have only been alive since the 90s. Um, right. And like, I mean, obviously, some of the effects are like not real life things. Um, yeah. But like, it's so weird how your perception changes because, like, yeah. a lot of those movies seemed really cool and, like, great effects. Even movies that were made, like, in 2015 now look like, well, that's kind of out. Like, that's a shitty yeah. effect. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a problem with, like, the CG, like, stuff is because a lot of the practical effects hold up a lot better mm-hmm. than, like, some of the early computer graphic stuff. Totally. But yeah, yeah. I don't know why I pivoted. But they were pretty janky in this. For you, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Yeah, I I mean, overall, I would say the first two Terminators are a good buy. I mean, there's other things that we could talk about them, but I I, we should probably get our guest on before she forgets. I I will watch them, (laughs) Mm -hmm. hopefully before the next episode, so that I can give an updated. But I'm gonna say goodbye. I mean, this is the one blaring thing that we have not discussed from them is the concept of a uh, the mm, let's see the innate. Uh, it's not innate, but like that computer like AI wants to destroy us mm-hmm. like that sort of like it's just going to spontaneously get into that vibe, mm-hmm. which I, I have qualms with. Um, I know we have had discussions um, with your brother, Ian, and you, yeah. where I feel like I've been on one side of the fence and Ian's been strongly on one other side. And you've kind of been like, I don't know, it could happen. So yeah. maybe we should discuss this more. But yeah, let's just I mean, we could discuss it now, but I also don't want to make Ollie yeah. wait forever. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm kind of middle and like it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. That- I just, yeah, I think the argument that AI is bound to destroy us is kind of rooted in that we are a uh, organism that, you know, 
one of our main emotional response to any stimuli is fear. So, and that's just for survival. That's evolutionary evolution. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, it's better for us to fear and run away from things so that we survive. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you know, and we're also very violent. uh, I just, yeah. I think it comes from an assumption that this thing that we make is going to be like us, but Mm -hmm. better at it. So, and I don't think that's necessarily like why this thing would want to do that. Like want is a weird thing for me to think about. Yeah. I think there can just be kind of like unintended consequences though, as well. Certainly. Certainly. It's like, even for like programming, very minor things, it's like, Mm -hmm. um, it's just hard sometimes to like get the whole picture. And so Mm -hmm. you, totally can give it like a very skewed perception. And I think that that is the like believable bit to me that like you mm-hmm. could skew it in this way that then would just yeah. continue to snowball. Like the I, the I robot kind of problem Yeah, where it's like, it's yeah. Well, I mean, kind of not, but if like something went weird where it's like, it's protecting a person or it's doing, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Something could go wrong, but I don't think Skynet, seeing a threat in humans would destroy all humans because mm-hmm. like how i don't know i mean like what the sense of self of a of an ai like how is that in any way threatened by a human do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like if it is in control of like i don't know power sources or something like it doesn't it could be stored on like any sort of like data anywhere yeah. Some server farm somewhere and you or it could blip around the internet like it wouldn't need you know i don't know to establish it's, if it's that or, yeah, like if it it's that aware of itself then it wouldn't mm-hmm. need like what does it give a shit it's probably more of a threat like if it starts saying i'm going to kill people then people are going to try and destroy it i don't know i am definitely more on the fence like could go either way mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, let's have a greater discussion. This will be later. Let's review AI, I guess. Not okay. the movie, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Yes. But the first two Terminators, I give a hearty goodbye to you. Uh, the rest of them, yeah, give it a watch if you're into yeah. it. All right. But well, I do yeah. remember enjoying it. I will give it a watch. Mm. I'm I'm a tentative goodbye. I'm I yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. They're good. But I will give it a watch and then let yeah. y'all know for yeah. sure. Yeah. Refresh okay. your memory. Should we uh Look for our, our guest host. Yes. Welcome, esteemed guest, Annika. <laughs> Hi, Thank Annika. you. Surprise. You're a guest. I know. Well. <laughs> I'm a guest. You are. Uh, you are our first guest. Be our guest. No, our uh, second guest. guest. Was I it? Mean, oh, that's true. Technically, it? yes. Yeah. Deb yeah. was a guest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although she, that, yeah. yeah. She had She's a hard time guest. selling all the drugs, though. Yeah. <laughs> hard sell for her. Was, our first Zoom guest steep. and our first guest that we've let decide what they want to review. Yeah. <laughs> Graciously, we might add. Right. Um, right. <laughs> Not just, just voicing uh, this upon you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Annika, you are a... But tell us your opinion about drugs. <laughs> Here we go. Well, if it grows in the ground, it's probably okay. Yeah. Um, I stole that from Knocked Up. That's not mine. Okay. Uh, Annika, you are a teacher of English and literature. And yes, you are a 
human. I forgot how to introduce people. I I am um, a human. I'm. I mean, I assume you're good at that, you qualified I think. as qualified as Chris and I. Well, right, yeah, right. Um, exactly. Welcome to the I, podcast. I am also nearing forty, so I feel like you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's life experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, teacher, English teacher, English major in college, which you know, a lot of people give you crap about, but I'm like. I can really kind of do any job because I know how to read and write well. So, well, that and you can correct all the dumb words that we use today. So, yeah. that's, that's a good. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll do my best yeah. to do that. But uh, um, and then writer editor. I mean, really, yeah. Yeah, an enjoyer, enthusiast of uh, mopey music. Very much yeah. so. Very much so. Yeah. If if it is a sad bastard song, it is in my iTunes. Okay, so. excellent. <laughs> also, Chris's cousin. Also, yes, yes. Also, my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> we skipped that part. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, Annika, what have you to review uh, this week? Uh, box wine. Oh, well, uh, would you like to introduce that? Because I would like to say that not all box wine is the same. You know, like, I would agree with that statement. However, so I would, I would, I would say just boxed wine as an alternative to bottled, to bottled wine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, there's a huge discrepancy in bottled wine as well as a hundred percent, which is, but Shaw I think, would tell you <laughs> and Boone's farm, uh, whatever yeah. I, I would, and argue. Carlo Rossi, which is in both realms, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. is there's he? bottles, yeah. there's bottles and boxes. Um, yeah. I will say, however, I got, I got shit faced with aunt Nancy once on a bottle, mm. bottle of Carlo Rossi sangria. Mm. I thought I was going to die the next day. Not because yeah. I was actually that drunk all night. Like it wears off very fast because it's fucking sangria, but, but the tannins, the hangover from that stuff was yeah. I'm, I'm talking near death level. Like you're okay. like, yeah. why does my body ache and my head hurts so bad? Yeah. None of me so, works. I, know, I can't move. Um, and I think, yeah, I think because for so long, maybe not necessarily like, uh, I don't know, educated wine drinkers, but maybe mm. sort of after the 80s, I think a lot of pretentious assholes got really, they got a, a wild hair up their ass where they basically implied that anything that came out of box, a box had to be bad um, because it must have been cheap, right? If they can afford to put that much wine and sell it for that cheap or that inexpensively, it must not be good wine. Yeah. And I would argue, like, I, I, I honestly, I want to know what you guys think about this because we've all had wine. We're all wine drinkers. I know, Chris, you, you enjoy wine. Um, mm. Noelle, I know you enjoy wine. But is is it a good buy? Is a box wine a good buy? Because you, in reality, you get four bottles in a box. Mm-hmm. So just I mean, a lot of wine. Yeah, I mean, is well, I guess it depends on your goal. Is frugality the goal? Because that is, I mean, you can get some cheap ass bottled wine, but right. is it more like flexible than like cork? Um, the idea is that because it's it's, it's it's in a bag and then yeah. within a box, and then it's got like the the depressor to press the wine out. Yeah, the little kind of nozzle plugs yeah. up. So basically, what the box says is you can keep it for up to a month in a fridge. Okay, it's fucking wild. I mean, to be fair, I've heard most Italians don't refrigerate their reds or anything like that. They just leave it out. No, you're not supposed to, right? Well, yeah. not your reds. This is, I'm drinking white. Yeah, right white, now, yeah. So refrigerator. Yeah. Um, but it can last up to like three or four weeks because there's nothing in it that could really go bad, if that makes well, sense. Well, yeah, like, it's not, it's no oxygen is getting yeah. into it, right? right. So there's not going to yeah. be an oxygenation no. process. I mean, I would imagine it was comparable because most people just recork the wine and shove that wedge, that sucker back in there until it okay. is firm. But I don't mm-hmm. know. 
that's that's something to think about. Wine history. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, my dad always gave me crap. That's why I brought it up, because I'm like, what is it? Am I missing something? Am I just an asshole who keeps buying box wine? Oh, no, your dad's just hella pretentious. And we <laughs> all know that. Very, well, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I remember when I first just look at his stereo equipment and wine cellar. <laughs> you sniff it on the man. You're not wrong. Pretentious. Um, not that he will ever listen to this podcast, but Norm. Mm -hmm. we all know you're pretentious (laughs) basically i i joke that he is the he is the first hipster yeah like a proto hipster because he is a dude not to go off on a tangent from wine but he he is a dude whose favorite thing to say is like oh i didn't know you liked that band well just fun fact i saw Jimi hendrix live in san francisco (laughs) in 1968 you're like oh geez yeah the man likes to rub that in 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 in. yeah so i would bring over a box of wine and he'd be like really a box of wine can that be that good and then he tastes it he's like it's not bad and i'm like okay but well the thing about a box wine is it gets better the more you drink it Mm-hmm. It, every right? wine every wine gets better the more yeah. <laughs> yeah so that, yeah so frugality wise it's a win i would say so and fun fact i mean like places like like black box um yeah they're constantly t- they're touting their awards so there must they're doing something right yeah i just i just don't know i mean you think to yourself Best like box wine i think my my added question because again it's box wine and most people are fine with it the the reason i thought i would bring it up is because it's like what if you're not a big fan of the wine after you buy it then you've got a whole box whereas if mm. you had bought four individual bottles of different wines you may you just try only, different things out yeah and you may only yeah. waste one yeah. you know what i mean like yeah no, i guess yeah there's yeah yeah going well Okay, sorry. I would say that I have very little experience drinking wine. um, And I just, I don't like it that much. Um, (laughs) Like, wine is okay, but um, I don't love, like, feeling like I'm not in control of things. And it's not like a pleasant taste to me. Like if I am going to drink alcohol, I want to get shit faced. Like I I'm doing it to like, (laughs) to be a little crazy. I'm not doing it as like an enjoyable, like I'm just going to have a glass of wine tonight. Like I, (laughs) it gives me a headache. It's not, it's not my deal. Um, and so I, I have very little experience. Um, but like I would never choose to drink wine. I don't think, um, but and I, I have mean, picked it, a horrible topic. No, 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 you haven't. <laughs> no, well, this because... may be a good segue for us to introduce you into the lovely world of space bagging because <laughs> the box wine. Oh That's boy, if I... you want to get shit faced, mm, oh lordy lord. Well, you just take totally that thing out of the box. It's more transportable. Like, if you want to yeah. hide it, you could put it in like the inner pocket yeah. of your coat, get a long straw. <laughs> yeah, right? dude. No yeah. Better. Or a big hat and just hey, put yeah. it right down. Couldn't you just Feed put it, it in your, your hair? Cam- what about your camel bag? Couldn't you just like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, you're yeah, really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Just have your little yeah. nipple in your mouth and just go to town for an just, hour. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It'd be, you would be fucked up if if your means of ingesting like you would have to have a separate water one like right right like if that was your or you're like one of your whole goal in life that's how you're hydrating (laughs) your whole goal in life is like i'm gonna hike the pacific crest trail with nothing but wine in my fucking camelback 
Oh my god. That is fuck. You would be dead in like mm-hmm. four miles. Yeah, you so. Maybe would. not that I extreme, think so. but yeah. Well, you definitely pass out from alcohol people will be dragging you along. Yeah. 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 Solo trip, you'd be super dead. If you were with a group, you might be able to like make it to the first camp before they're like, "This was a dumb idea." <laughs> like, yeah, we're yeah. leaving. Your documentary here. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I well, mean, okay, yeah. So I would say I'm not a snob about wine, mm-hmm. and oh, you might be the biggest snob about wine because you don't like wine at all. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, <laughs> it just doesn't taste good. Like I don't understand the appeal of it. So like box wine is fine with me. Like it's cheaper and tastes just as shitty as the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Win. Yeah, I like it. Okay. So, well, what I, is your preferred alcohol though? Yeah. Um. I mean, I drink very little. Like I. Yeah. I don't really so drink. If you, but okay, so say say you have a shit-tastic week and you're like, okay, gang, I want to get real drunk and forget my problems. What do you go for? I mean, I think probably like vodka or gin, but mixed with things. Right. Mm. Are you like Chloe and you like Malibu and orange juice? Um, It's okay to me. It's, okay. I mean, I do, I love a fruity cocktail. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> what's that one you, Annika, the one you, the Di Serono and Cran- cranberry juice? Yeah, that shit's good. That like shit a mojito? I like that. Okay. Mojitos are good. Yeah. Um, rum and rum and mint. Rum and mint. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like sugar. Yeah. Honestly, I like sugar. making drinks. Like, I'm shitty at it, but it's like the more drunk you get, the better you get at making them. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And um, I don't know. It's just kind of like can be a fun activity in itself to like get your blender and be like, what am I going to put in my blender? (laughs) I sure hope it tastes good. (laughs) Raw chicken. Mm. (laughs) And pickle juice. Oh God. I am not making those kinds of drinks. You too. (laughs) Legit though. uh, Pickle juice and uh, crown Royal a great drink like just og crown royal not the apple crown royal no no yeah just straight okay. yeah crown royal and pickle juice i mean i don't think we i'm gonna to, try that i don't I, think I'm it's probably got a, like but... a legit name but we used to call it a grinch dick when uh in our you know in our weird little clique that we had mm-hmm. drink those that and actually, play magic actually, gathering that actually sounds right for you mm-hmm. that I, can, yeah. I can see that coming up yeah um, my fit like one of my favorite things is literally just um kamikaze which i mean I've heard that there are like different recipes, but Noelle, it sounds like it'd be right up your alley because you just get like a shot glass and like um, I would put tequila and then lime juice and then a little bit of simple syrup and then just shoot it. So it's all delight. Yeah, it's it's margarita-esque, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, all alcohol is unpleasant. The point to me is to get drunk. Like if you're going to have alcohol... So and I think that's just a very different mentality because I very much just enjoy having a glass of wine at the end of the day because I can just have one glass and be like that really took the edge off and now I can just chill. And it's like I I feel like it um, it relaxes me in a weird way. Like I really only have to have one glass or two glasses. Um, There are nights, however, where I will be like, hey, box of wine, you know, (laughs) Um, I'm going to drink the whole thing. Oh, I mean, I totally dive out. (laughs) I would totally die if I tried it. I think. But I, I think that's just really interesting because I don't know if that's just my 
familial thing is that we've, mm-hmm. we're, we're out, we're not alcoholics, we're just, we're big drinkers. <laughs> well, there yeah. are some alcoholics. That's, <laughs> there are that's, some. That's, that's, that's splitting a hair. We just I enjoy alcohol to a destructive <laughs> degree. We're I not alcoholics. Say, I know, I didn't want to say all of us. <laughs> yeah. I just, we have you know i mean i i do think the more you drink it the more like accustomed you get to it and like the better you think it is like i used to just like absolutely hate beer and just because that's like a social thing that you have to do sometimes (laughs) i've gotten better at drinking it (laughs) i get to see noel at like a house party sipping a beer going yuck every time Oh, that's a very interesting comment. Yuck. I know. But then by the end, after she's Why do we do this? Yeah, but then after she's had two of them, she's like, oh, that's fine. I'll have it. No, no, no. I'm saying like over years now. Like I couldn't drink beer. Like I could take like a sip of it. And now I can like drink one single beer and I'm like, okay, fine. I can do this. I do. <laughs> like it's not you just smash the bottle on the ground. Like it's fine. Yeah. I picture it like a Rocky-esque climb like up the stairs. And like, <laughs> exactly. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you have the right idea. I did it. I drank a whole beer. Noel's <laughs> beer montage. Yeah. I love it. Well, I just, you know, it's one of those things where there's, I feel like there is differing opinion on it because some people say like, no, just get a couple bottles because then you have variety and then you have, you know, different things. Or maybe if you don't necessarily like it or it's a bad bottle, you have, you know, options. Whereas if you buy a box, which is like roughly about 20 bucks. Most stores, they are always on sale. Black Box and um, Boda Box are always like $17.99 around these parts. And so, you know, it's that thing of like, Sorry, my dog. Would I rather pay $17.99 and just get four bottles of the same stuff that maybe. Okay. Sorry. I mean, you're in the middle of thought. You could, I totally derailed. This is going to be a nightmare to edit now. (laughs) Yeah, you're I just thought he was going to just keep barking. He stopped gotcha. right when I stopped. So <laughs> Stop talking. Try and get back on that train of thought. If you okay. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's like if you buy four bottles and you have different types of wine, maybe different vintages, different grapes, all these different things, you have options. If you buy a box and, and it's 20 bucks and you get essentially four bottles and then um, you know, you get home and you and you try it and you're like, oh, it's not what I hope for, or it's or it's kind of meh, then mm-hmm. you're basically forced to feel like you have to, you know, like a wasted money on it. I gotta keep drinking it. So you don't really enjoy the process necessarily. Now, to be fair, a lot of my, you know, compatriots in whining, um, we don't have that right of find of palates. We're not like wine critics. We don't have like, mm, yes, the tannins in this one. Like I can't fucking identify a wine from anywhere. Somebody's like, taste this wine. Where did it come from? I'll be like, I don't fucking know. It tastes like wine. Yes. <laughs> tastes like wine, right? A plus for tasting like wine. Yeah. Um, and so like, I guess in my head, I'm like, I'm going much like you said, like if I'm going to drink, I'm going to get drunk. I don't necessarily think that way, but I think like if I'm going to buy wine, I'm going to buy enough that if it'll last me the week, if that makes yeah. sense. Like I'd rather yeah. not go buy four bottles I don't know. For some reason, this is just, it's so, especially because most bottles, even mid-range bottles are at least 13 bucks now. And well, so if it's, uh, yeah, I mean, but if, if we're, I mean, cause you can get cheap bottles again, you can get some barefoot or some, I what's a kangaroo hunt- one or the yellowtail oh, yellowtail. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Charles Shaw yeah. is also hella cheap. I, mean, I think yellowtail is what? Six, seven bucks a bottle. Yeah. But again, so if what- you're not like, you know, you're not really concerned about like, 
your flavors, then, I mean, I'm, you know. I'm not. I mean, I do want it to be somewhat okay. And I think I've always, yeah. I've always had good experiences with, with Black Box um, the yeah. Night, or the Nighthawk, which is a Boda Box one. But the Pinot that yeah. I got from Boda Box, uh, no, sorry, the Pinot I got from Black Box. And right now I'm doing the Chardonnay from Black Box. And I'm like, it tastes like fucking wine. It's doing the job. And yeah. it's Box it's, it's, wines make bottles as well? No. Okay. Um, I, from what I've understood, I th- now I think some like wineries who make bottled wine will put it in boxes. Mm-hmm. But the t- the few big brands that I know that just do box, like they just do box wine. Like okay. Black Black Box has is only a box, and Boda Box is only box. So there's uh, no option to like know before, like buy a bottle, know beforehand that like yeah, this is pretty good. Right. I'm gonna buy the box. I really <laughs> feel like it should be like a goddamn uh, beauty counter where they have like a tester box and yes, a little bit and be like Ooh, yeah. no, not for me, right? And oh they'll gosh, have they totally should. And they'll have Monica. like a little, I, right. <laughs> Genius. Fucking goddamn it. They'll have like the you little- just you would have kids drunk in Albertsons all the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe there's there's gotta be some sort of like check right, yeah. put on it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah it could I mean, be in like an alcohol store, I guess. Well that maybe it's just in, at yeah. the, the liquor store or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. oh my god, if can you Honestly, imagine why because- don't they have like I mean, I guess they don't have liquor samples because you presumably drive there. Okay. <laughs> sort <Right. Yeah>. of. <laughs> I mean, most human beings though, like you can have a drink and won't be super shit faced. Yes. But yeah. you know. Not me, because I don't drink that often. <laughs> um no. how do you feel about the uh the Franzi or the Car- Carlo Rossi? I mean the the Boda box and the the black box are uh the upscale versions. Yeah. They really uh, are the, like because I don't I don't wine. really like any of the fisheye brand I've tried of box wines. I'm not a big fan of those. Oh. There's another one that starts with a V and it comes in like the little baby boxes, so you can get it's like it's like three ninety nine for like a little whatever. Oh, fun. Um, Capri Sun. It's, it's essentially a goddamn Capri Sun. Um, I mean, they've got those canned wines that are hella expensive. Have you seen they those? Are they're stupid why expensive? They're so, why are they so pricey? Maybe just it's just Idaho. Maybe it's not that expensive elsewhere. Idaho, we get weird jacked up liquor taxes on stuff that like, yeah, super weird. But um, no, but essentially that's what they are. Noel, like if they came with a bendy straw, I would fucking use a bendy straw. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Just unscrew the top. Yeah. Yes. You'd like actually splash it on yourself. God damn it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then I don't know. But like, it later. Try and <laughs> right. Get all that. Yeah. Why isn't anybody doing that? A Capri Sun full of wine is such the thing. God damn like the nostalgia I market. Start doing people. it during COVID to make it like more so that bars could stay open. I don't know. Oh. Have, right? Like in actual bars, I think they started yeah. making like. Oh, yeah. they did they like pre-made drinks in. I didn't actually go to a bar. <laughs> um, right. You're a sensible person. I love of person, drinking earlier, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't think I've but... been to a. Yeah, I don't think I've been to a bar in a while. Uh, we just recently started going because Blackrock down the street from me in, the, in downtown has uh, trivia nights on Thursdays, and my girlfriends and I will go over and and do that, and that's pretty rad. But yeah, like. I think that was like when we started doing that, that was like the first time I'd actually been to a bar bar in a really long time. And I was yeah. like, what is this? I feel so awkward sitting here. Like, do people just look at me? What is this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it, ha, ha, so you feel it's a good buy then? Uh, the I think it's wine. a good buy. I think it is. I mean, yeah. I just, I always wonder like, am I the only one? I mean, I know I'm not, but it's like, do people, really- <laughs> there's a whole market. There's yeah. obviously a market. There's obviously yeah. a market. They're um, doing fine. I guess I just wonder like, is it truly something that, 
I, I mean, is, is it worthwhile? Like, should I just go buy four bottles and then I could say I have four different wines or do I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, there, me, yeah, there's a it really, yeah. it is an argument over, I don't know, quantity maybe like it's just, yeah. Mm. I think if you enjoy it, like if you enjoy the box wine, mm-hmm. you should just let yourself enjoy it. And it's a good buy. Like, I guess if you're like start dating a wine connoisseur and you want to impress them, maybe don't give them. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you could wine. use the box and then just fill other bottles with the box wine. Ooh, tricky. And see if they can tell. Okay, fun fact. That is exactly what happened. Have you guys ever seen the movie Bottle Shock? No. Uh, No. So sweet, sweet, R.I.P. Alan Rickman, Chris Mm. Pine. But it was in reality, what was going on is that in the 70s, um, in the 70s, basically, at a bunch of these wine competitions, uh, what was happening is California wines were entering these big international wine competitions, and they were beating French wines. Um, and basically, what started happening is that people were like, well, no, it's a flash in the pan. Like, California's got nothing on France. Like, if France, we, we made wine. We invented <laughs> wine. Well, what happened was, um, essentially, the... My dog um, is just breathing so loudly. That's all right. I, I can't this, hear that. Okay, good. It's just yeah. me then. Yeah. <laughs> just me interrupting every thought you have to complain about my dog's weird behavior. He's trying never to lay come, on my lap. Never coming the- on this podcast again. Chris, yeah. <laughs> we're Sorry. never going to have any guests again. <laughs> They're just like, come on and be interrupted by me in, like telling you to... <laughs> But my dog's Bella needs to speak. <laughs> yeah, he has things so, to say. What they started doing was actually um, trying to trick a lot of these like high and mighty critics. So what they would do is actually take a bottle of an established, well-known French, pour a California mm. wine in it, and they would basically literally go, it's the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. Mm. And so you like, basically what happened is people started realizing that, oh, most of it is the label. If the if the mm-hmm. critic, this pretentious a-hole who just does nothing but judge wine for a living, thinks it's this fancy French wine, they will automatically mm. go, it, it must be good. It's and, right. and they will automatically downplay. This has happened a number of times. I think in a number of different wine um wine contest not wine contest what's the word i'm looking for uh wine competitions or wine mm. wine judgings um a lot of people done that i think it was i honestly think it was yellowtail or barefoot or one of those ones like one of those lower um lower shelf wines they would basically peel the label off put put like a silver creek or a really fancy label on it make it seem like it wasn't yellowtail and the critics would love it but then they would give them the actual bottle of yellowtail and they would poo poo it and i'm like it was the same wine oh man so there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of nonsense when it comes to actual like critical wine tastings and like it'd be really fun to dunk on a wine connoisseur like that oh it would like, be so fun yeah oh my god can you imagine like tricking you and be like haha dick you know what i mean like yeah you, you literally claimed that this wine is that like was rock- flat pepsi you nerd it was rock gut. it was it was disgusting yeah. but you you smack a fancy label on it anyway so yeah, yeah so that's it's one of those things where you like go well i know there's something to it because i have tasted some really really highly rated wines that are amazing mm-hmm. but i've also tasted some like wines that are unrated that are amazing so you're like x-rated yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're C seventeen wines. It's the red band trailer version of wine. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I think it's just it's an interesting thing to me. And so it got me thinking about it because I went to the store today on my way home because I knew I was going to do this, and I'm like, I'm getting some damn wine, and then I'm like, 
fine. <laughs> mm, <laughs> got me, yeah. It just got me thinking because I feel like, God damn, what a, what nonsense is the wine industry? But it makes millions of dollars on the assumption that these critics yeah. know what they're doing. So when they yeah. don't. Right. I mean, I with the little experience I have, I'm going to say box wine is a good buy. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. It's... Ditto. Especially the upper echelons of the box wine. Yeah. Like the Boda box and the black box. They're both quite good. They are. And I feel like, you know, it is a good buy for quantity. Mm-hmm. And I would also argue it's a good buy for quality as well, because it's like, yeah. I really, I'm, I'm at that age where I like my, the highest rating I can give something is I've never had a bad meal there or, and so like, I've really have not had a bad black box or Boda box. Like it's always yeah. been like, well, it's not the best, but it's getting the job done or totally it, it's not bad. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, good. I've definitely sullied my innards with Franzia and Carlo Rossi so I don't have like fond memories of those things. And that yeah. might be because of the time when I was drinking a lot of that. I was also recklessly drinking a lot of that. Mm. So is, you know, a lot of projectile vomiting, you know, on somebody's lawn post space bag. Um, so, yeah, but the Boda Box, I've only drinking as a reasonable adult. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Goodbye. I'll take it. Yeah, goodbye. goodbye. I, I feel, a little, feel a little bit better about myself now. Yeah. Yeah. I love well, it. Well, Annika, it's been a delight having you on. Thank you for being Most our definitely. first guest bringing it has topics. Been, it was uh, lovely. Thank you. It has been a very delightful time. I was worried about my choice of topic, so I appreciate the the validation. Oh, it's um, absolutely a delight. With Chris, I feel like I can kind of predict what he's going to think <laughs> or like what he would pick too. Whereas I yeah. like you and I don't see each other as frequently. So right. it's such a surprise. It's incredible. Woo-hoo. I loved it. <laughs> well, I do have to say, like, I really do enjoy the podcast. I was telling Chris that like, um, this may or may, this is, I think maybe my second time being on a podcast. The first one I was invited onto our other cousins podcast. Oh. Um, and, uh, well that was, this is natural <laughs> yeah. two years ago, two years ago, I did not get a word in edgewise there. And that was, that was through no well, they, fault yeah. of anyone else. Four, there's four there's co-hosts four, on that show. Four co-hosts oh, wow. and yeah. they have, they have a lot of, just, oh, no. <laughs> throw my microphone <laughs> to yes to be fair like i said no fault of anybody's but mine there were four co-hosts uh two married couples and the premise is adorable it's soulmates so they're they love it's the satellite of love from msc3k and they basically um not to like promote somebody else's <laughs> promote them <laughs> this is yeah this is native I mean, I advertising I yeah. Was, like, yeah going into that basically it's we'll just, do the plug yeah, now so they've they, got to at least cross promote our podcast <laughs> Oh, I will fucking say something about it. Yeah, yeah no. But so, no. So it, it, it's really clever because they basically will both, like the couples will watch an episode of MST3K and then they will basically come up with their favorite riffs. They'll come up with like, um, they make jokes about the podcast, but the really the central idea is love is because love brought them together because they all love MST3K. But then MST3K and the idea of watching the show and developing a relationship really kind of, um, I don't know. It speaks to, I think, 
what makes good relationships work, which is the small things. It's like the things that you have in common that you can bond over and discuss. And so um, it brought both my cousin, our cousin and her husband together, and then also uh, their friends together. And then it brought the two, the two groups together. And so um, it's pretty clever, but like I said, there's just, it's a powerhouse because they, they've had, they were doing it like for two years by the time I even came onto it, I think. And so they have like, they have funny fake ads that they make. They do like all these different little skits within the podcast. And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. so Chris I, and I, I are much more laid back. You're just hanging with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I just, I, I honestly felt like I'm like, oh gosh, I just, I feel intimidated. I just didn't know what to say. Um, I kind of felt intimidated here too, just because you don't want to be that person who comes on and they're like, God, she's talking a lot. <laughs> well, that's happening, but we don't mind. <laughs> We enjoy it. Thank you for talking so much. Well, Takes the heat a, off us. It's been a long day at school. So I'm like, yes. we need to see other adults. Other adults. Right. Well, uh, Ani, do you have any self-promotion you would like to do besides Satellite of Love? Oh, my goodness. Um, fuck, what? Uh, <laughs> self-promotion. Um, I mean, you don't have to, just if you want to. I think I would say that's a thing. Other podcasts. Do, are you, are, yeah. Do you have any fan fiction to promote on your Tumblr pages? Or? Yeah. Do you want to no. tell people your Tumblr page? Oh God, <laughs> nothing I've written in a long time. I haven't written anything in forever. Um, yeah. I would just say the thing that I am most into right now that I would encourage all other people to get into is sewing your own damn clothes. Oh, mm. that's so cool. Yeah. Hey, pun. <laughs> So I didn't cool. even know I was doing it. So right? I can't get the credit. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so that's what I want to promote right now is reading books and sewing. Mm, very cool. Well, so wholesome. Thank you, Ani. Yeah. You're, welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, gang. <laughs> thank you again for coming on. Yes, yeah. Thank you for having you me. Job. Yeah. yeah. If you would like to suggest a topic for review or would like to be a guest co-host, you can email us um, at buybypod at gmail.com. Um, that's B-U-Y-B-Y-E-P-O-D. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, Bye Bye Pod. Um, thank you to Walter's Wallpaper for composing our theme song. And thank you to Annika for joining us this episode. <laughs> thank you guys for being cool and having a good <laughs> podcast. Goodbye, yeah. everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.